understand now. We, we, you've taught us so well. So can you just please be really quiet in all of the films from now on? I was like, okay, lesson learned. Great. So um, one of the things that we've been talking a lot about a lot this year is about purpose. And I think purpose is um, really important to every human being. And I think um, if you're a human being, you need to know that you have a purpose for being on this planet and your purpose is why you get up in the morning and your purpose is the real reason why you live and breathe because I know sometimes in a morning you rise and think why did I get up this morning but your purpose is the real reason why you live and breathe and have your being so uh, I just wanted to go over or, or read look at something that we looked at during the student and young professionals weekend away but we're uh, I'm, I really need some children to help me today so I hope you're all going to be up and ready for that that's fine I'll I'll call you when I need you okay so David are you ready to put up the first slide is you're, you're changing it he's taking liberties <laughs> with my powerpoint now this year some of the kids here will know that they've been doing a little bit, an, an art class. And the first picture that I've put up is actually an artistic picture, kids. Did you know? So when it comes up, you can look at it. Because one of the things we do in this art class is we let them look at a picture for about, oh, I don't know, two minutes. And they've got to learn the picture in two minutes. And then we put the picture away. And then we say what, the, what was in the picture. So I wonder if we could do that in a minute but if the picture's not going to come up then we won't be able to do that yes yes this so the title of our talk is shine like stars and we're looking at what your purpose is in your generation but have a look at that picture does anybody know who the artist is of this particular yes Andy Vinton no sorry nice try yes Seshwin Maybe not. Anybody know? Vincent van Gogh, that's right. And this painting is called Starry Night Over the Rhone. And the Rhone is a river in France near a place called Arles. And that is where Vincent van Gogh painted it. And the reason why I like it is because it's got shiny stars on it. Okay, so we're going to be um, thinking about shining like stars today. And the first, if you can move on to the next slide, I want to read this little bit from Philippians that says, children of God, without fault, in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. I'm saying, I'm going to say it one more time because it's a wonderful verse. Daniel, thank you. It's found in Philippians 2, verse 15. Children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. And this word has become like a, a Rima word for us, which means a kind of word that's for right now, for this time. Okay? So um, we were focusing more on the weekend away with the students and young professionals about what it means to be a generation. Today, I want to focus more on 
what our purpose is. Why do we live and breathe and get up in the morning? And our first purpose is, David, you can move on. Um, yes, we move on again. That's it. Our purpose, my purpose, your purpose is, it starts with a negative. It's not to be crooked and depraved. Now, I love these words, crooked and depraved. You don't like generally hear those words spoken on a daily basis. I think they're interesting words. Crooked means bent, twisted, warped, out of shape, corrupt or awry. So if you think about like a bit of wood that's got crooked, it's got all bent. And Jesus sadly called the generation that he was speaking to perverse and unbelieving, which is a bit like what crooked is all about. And perverse means to be stubborn, rebellious, or wayward. And one of the things that we are, one of our purposes in our generation is not to be crooked and depraved. So I was kind of thinking, well, what is the opposite of crooked and depraved? And I thought it would be really good if I, if Steve, my helpful assistant, could go around and give me a few words that would help us understand what does it mean not to be crooked and depraved? What words come to mind when you think what is the opposite of crooked and depraved? Because it will help us understand what our purpose is. And what I would like the children to do is every time we get a word that our, our child, one at a time, will come and hold the word up at the front so we can see what our purpose is as we live and breathe and have our being. So any, anybody, what's the opposite of being crooked and depraved? Being straight. Being straight. That's good. And I think Lucy will be our first volunteer to stand at the front and hold the word straight. Yeah, well, I, I've, I can't help but proofread all the time. It's as if I'm, it's, it's in me. <laughs> to be straight. That's a great word, right? You, that's it. You stay there. Good, Lucy. The word is straight. What it is to be straight in a crooked and depraved generation, to, to have a straight path that we know we can walk on. It ha- the word has other connotations as well, as you know, in this generation, but I think whatever we understand that word to mean, it's got a kind of, um, well, it's, it's not crooked, is it? To be straight is to have a path in front of us that we stick to. Any other words? What was that? Honest. Honest. Excellent. To be honest in all our dealings and to be honest even with ourselves. So... We can be straight. We can be honest. Any other word that comes to mind? Upright. Upright. Excellent word. To be upright. Do you you notice these are words that don't often get used so much these days or or have been slightly distorted in their meanings, particularly the word straight, but honest, straight, upright. What a calling. What a purpose to be honest, and straight and upright. Thank you, Seshwin. You come and stand here with Lucy and Daniel. Right. Anyone else got a word that means the opposite of crooked and depraved? Faithful. Excellent word. To be faithful and true. In days when to be, like it's just so easy to be unfaithful, but to be faithful. 
faithful and true, A, to our God, and B, to the people that we've, been ta- we've promised to be faithful to, is an awesome trait in this time in this generation. Right. Another word. What? Pure. Pure. Wonderful. To be pure and clean-hearted is an amazing trait, and it is the opposite of being crooked and depraved. So that's it, Micah. You come up. So what have we got so far? Read them out. Faithful, upright, straight, honest, pure. Have we got any more pieces of paper left? Two. So let's have two more. Andy Vinton. Generous. Generous, not small and petty in our um, dealings with people, but generous. Any more children want to come up? Joshua? Good. And one last one. I'm going to give you this one because this is, a, this is something that I think is missing in popular culture today, to be guileless. Does anybody want to make, um, have a go at telling me what being guileless means? Yeah, yes, to, have with, to be without guile. It kind of relates to purity. Yes, yes, very good, Tia, you hold it up. It, it kind of, being without fault, being without that kind of edge of cynicism or bitterness or, you know, like you watch a lot of films or stuff on YouTube these days and it's just got this hint of blair. No blair, basically. Right, so we're going to, starting with Tia, I'm going to point, are we going to read them all out? So we're going to be people who are... And what wonderful things to attain to in this year that we can wake up in the morning and say, this is what I'm called to today. This is why I live and breathe because this is what, how I'm going to shine today. Thank you, kids. You can go and sit down for the time being. Right. The next one. What else is our purpose? Can we bring up the next one, David? Or at Nathan even? Right. Our purpose is to shine like stars in the universe. Now then, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. What do stars do? Lucy, what does a star do? Shine in the sky. A star shines in the sky. Is there anything else stars do? Anyone else know what a star does? Make constellations. It makes constellations. Yes, it does. I wonder how I could make a spiritual um, reference to that. What? Light the way. Yes, lights the way. Any, anything else that stars do, Anna? They twinkle. They twinkle. Well, James says the stars twinkle. Thank you, James. <laughs> oh, Seshwin, what else do stars do? Sparkle. They sparkle and they shine. Yes, they do. These are some of the things that stars do. And the reason why I think Paul used this image of shining like stars in the universe is because it's fairly obvious what stars do. Stars shine in the darkness. They're like bright light dots of light in dark places. And if you feel you are living or working in a dark place, what you can be a star. You can still be a star because stars shine best in dark places, do they not? 
When do you see stars at best? At nighttime. I mean, that sounds blatantly obvious, but it's still the truth. And if you are struggling in dark places at this time, well, this is your time to shine, okay? I also noticed, and I had to read about this and find this out, that stars give off their own light. So you need to be able to have the light to be able to give off the light. That's very deep and profound. I'll just give you a few seconds to take that in. That you need to be able to have that light shining inside of you if you want to be able to give off the light. And I remember when I was very young, Christians used to say time and time again, the reason why Christians are so distinct is because we're different. I used to think, well, like, how are we different? And the only way we can be different is if we do have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And the only way we can have the Holy Spirit living inside of us is if we have bowed the knee to Jesus and said, Jesus, my life is yours. So stars give off their own light. And if you want to be able to give off light, you need to have the light. Stars are also navigation tools for people who are lost at sea. Um, And we've read many a tale of uh, seafaring stories of people who've used the the North Star to guide them when they've been lost at sea. And you can be a source of guidance and wisdom and life to those who are lost. It is amazing what wisdom is contained in your life. And you don't even know what wisdom you have until you find that there are some people so grappling in the dark and wandering around and lost and going around in circles. We have the wisdom of God in our lives, so that's when we can shine. One of the things I also realized is that we need to beware because artificial lights stop us from being an effective bright light. Um, there's a, the big thing these days is um, light pollution. It's a problem in cities that you can't actually see all the stars because of all the so-called light pollution. So my encouragement is at the end of this year is rid your life of stuff that is counterfeit to real spiritual living, yeah? Because artificial stuff, again, it's got the blur factor, hasn't it, in our lives? It just leaves you feeling a bit slimed. We want to seek out, yeah, the blur factor. We want to seek after things that make us feel guileless, clean and pure and help us grow in our faith so that we can shine. Now, here's a blatantly obvious one. Stars are out there, okay? Stars are not hiding in some corner of the galaxy where they can't be seen. Stars are out there. Now, the sky is a very, very public place, isn't it? It's on display for all to see. So there's no such thing as what you would call a privately shining star, is there? It's just not possible. It's not physically possible. And I guess we're going to be the same. There is no such thing as a private Christian, as much as the world would love to make us private Christians. We can't be private Christians. We are, we are there to shine. That's what we do. We can't not do it. And the final blatant point in this one is stars are up there, okay? They're out there and they're up there, which means that we can transcend the mundane tediosity of life. So every time you get up in the morning, you think, oh, just another day. No, it's not just another day. It's not. We are up there. We are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And when we're serving the purposes of God, it means that we are up there in heavenly places. 
And it means that we can not only call ourselves up higher, that we can, but we can call other people up higher too. So just that encouragement today that the stars are up there. We're not down in the depths. We're up there, okay? So finally, your purpose and mine is to hold out the word of life. And I was kind of thinking about this um, when I was thinking, what, is it, what does it mean to hold out the word of life? Does it mean to hold out a Bible to somebody? Is that what it's saying? And I thought, no, it can't mean that. It must mean that the word of life is more of a who than a what. Who is the word of life? Yes, Jesus, God, it's Jesus. And Andrew, can you read for me... Isaiah 9, verses 1 to 7, if you come up and read that. That would be really good. Isaiah 9, verses 1 to 7. So, Isaiah 9. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun... Now, now I know why, because it's got big words in it. <laughs> Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You've enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at harvest as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders. Tonight. Seven. The rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called... Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. For that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Okay, so when we're holding out the word of life to people, we're not holding out a book, we're holding out Jesus to people who breaks bondages and frees people and helps people to be taken out of darkness and to look at light and to live in light. That's who we're holding out to people. And when you wake up in the morning, if you know that your, your purpose is to hold out Jesus, Prince of Peace, the Word made flesh, God with us, it fairly changes how you posture yourself in a day, does it not? So um, this is a good day to be holding out the word of life to, be, to people. And so um, just to recap, we, are, we have a purpose in this generation and our purpose is not to be crooked and depraved and to be all the things that the children held up, straight, honest, guileless, faithful, pure, uh, honest, um, what other ones did we have? Upright, uh, a few others too. Yeah, all those and more. That's what we're called to be in 
um, this generation. Our purpose is also to shine like stars in the universe. And that's a really good image because we all know what stars do. And most of all, the stars are out there and they're up there. And finally, our purpose is to hold out the word of life. That's Jesus. So David just, oh, no, Nathan, yeah, can we go to the last thing? So in this, like, my encouragement in making a response to this is to say to yourself, oh, God, have I lost some of that luster in my life? Am I shining? And, and to say, God, that's what you've made me to be. I can make a declaration today that I am made to shine like a star in the universe. So even if you think today, mm, well, I'm not much of a star, that, that's who you are. That, that's what God made, has made you to be. So my encouragement is, is, is go shine. And yeah, that's it. <laughs>